This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, shove that right up your night attack. Show me on this painting where the Spaniard retouched you. I'm Brian Ibbett, and I put a whole coconut in my butthole. I don't like MIT. <laughs> His coffin has nipples. Is Maxi Shields related to Brooke Shields? I hope not. Uh, for some reason, I get people farting a lot she bones in a bag the haunting of hype house volkswagen sized gloomhaven box pruned red and can campaign 2020 i can't wear the shoes all batman have a <laughs> tom's tech time recommendals and more on this episode of the morning stream half of me likes a full-size feminine napkin half of me likes a pad that's a lot more comfortable Introducing Sure and Natural Maxi Shields. Now you can have a full-size feminine napkin. We're being taken prisoner by a tree. Ladies, we heard you. This is the morning stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the morning stream for Wednesday, June 24th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, and that happens to be Brian Ibbett. Hi. Hi. So a couple things about that uh, opening audio clip you just played. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first of all, it's very disturbing. <laughs> uh, second of all, uh, it reminds me of two things. Okay. Uh, John Malkovich a little bit. Oh, weird. And uh, like not in not in in voice but in cadence okay the speed at which he the delivers speed his at lines. which he exactly delivers his words okay uh second uh, of all it um i i wish you would um join it with the audio that we kept when we film sacked house on haunted hill or whatever it's called <laughs> all right you got it i'm gonna put that in my notes is, like when the uh when, when the devil was possessing that woman very similar. She, you know, it sounded like shit. You know, like yeah. it was a very similar. <laughs> yeah, her whole her shit thing is totally like that. Exactly. You're right. Exactly. Well, uh, I'm glad you thought of that because maybe I'll go do that. This sounds like fun. Yeah. I like doing dumb things, yeah. so I may as well do it. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We're back. <clears throat> it's Wednesday. Hi. Got a lot going on for a Wednesday. Wednesdays are crazy in general, mm -hmm. so that's how we start them is with this little bit of crazy, and uh, we're happy to be here, and we hope you're all well. I got a thing I want to do right off the top of the uh, thing. Because people know I'm a sucker for this. So if you sense a pattern on who I will promote and who I won't, well, here you go. All right. Uh, we got an email from, or a, a message I got over Twitter, actually, a private message from Sin, uh, Senkeyoshi, Sen I think is how you say it. Senkeyoshi. Senkeyoshi. Yeah, Sen He's in the mm -hmm. chat room a lot. So the name may be familiar to some of you in the live chat. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, he sent me this message and he said, Hey, Scott, my kids have been working on their own YouTube channel under the quarantine so while they're you know been stuck there been working on this thing they are 14 and 16 years old and would love some followers can you help them get some viewers thanks so much i love that they're working on a content creation on content creation while they can't be with their friends and do so much other socializing they are also learning how to use tools like creative cloud and how to produce their content i'm a proud dad says senkiyoshi 
Well, we're mm. proud to do it. Uh, all right, so these kids started what appears to be uh, a channel that's a, there's a lot of uh, Fortnite going on here uh, for sure. However, uh, the name of it you want to go search for is Dub Gaming, D-U-B Gaming. Currently, they have 17 subscribers. I would love to blow their minds and give them a ton more because you guys all went right over there right now and did it now in the chat room, even you alone. Uh, oh, there it is. Thank you. in the chat. Nice. Oh, there he is. Hey, Sinkyoshi. There's the link. So it's one of those long YouTube links that are hard to uh, decipher. So saying it on the air for people listening at home isn't going to really work. So here's what you're going to want to do. Just search for Dub Gaming. It'll take you right to it. D-U-B Gaming. And uh, hop in. Give them a, a sub. Uh, check them out. If you like Fortnite at all, it seems like this might be a good place to be. And I love hearing about kids doing rad stuff. So thanks for letting me know. Hint, hint. Other parents, if your kids are doing cool stuff and you want promotion on the show, we're suckers for that, okay? Yeah. In a good way. We like that a lot. All yeah, right. We do. <clears throat> uh, somebody wrote in about Tim Cook. Brian, Brian okay, so you watched the whole uh, thing the <laughs> other day, right? I watched I watched um, about an hour of it, and then I went on a bike ride and listened to the second 45 minutes of it. How many? So it was a lot of Kevin. What's his name, <laughs> right? Or Kevin? Yeah, it was a lot of Kevin or Craig. Craig. Sorry, Craig. Uh, a lot of Craig. Um, his last name. That guy. He's on a little, and then and then some uh, new players that um, uh, my Gael. No, Yael. Yael. How about the angry basement German? He's cool. I liked him. Angry basement German was 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 great. He was yes. one of my favorites. I also like the guy. I don't know where he's from. He had an amazing accent and was talking about the CPU stuff. Mm-hmm. And he sold me, man. That guy really got me yeah. going. I loved yeah. his 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 razor laser focus on <laughs> everything. It was so cool. Anyway, so they did. I this just whole- can't figure out Craig's eyebrows. That's the thing. It's like he's got uh, maybe their <laughs> their eyebrows. The new mm-hmm. Apple product. Yep, he's got lowercase the- i brows. <laughs> brows. <laughs> These are the new eyebrows. <laughs> and brows is spelled like browser, but just brows. <laughs> <clears throat> what's up with his eyebrows <laughs> powered by safari no yeah he's got these dark eyebrows and then very uh grayish hair very gray guys, hair like steve martin kind of uh gray hair I oh think yeah he's one of those people who grayed early yeah and steve martin actually had the, the whole uh dark eyebrow thing for a while as well so maybe that's just he the did, stages yeah. in he did. yeah maybe that's what it happens it's a good yeah. point but this guy is a very i take my word for it i think he's being pruned not pruned uh what's the word when you're, when um, he's you're, being primed. He's. I know what you're saying. He's being um, groomed. 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 I knew it rhymed with pruned or pruned. Pruned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go with pruned. Yes, that's it. <laughs> All right. Groomed. I think he's being groomed for a future CEO. That's what I think is happening there. Uh, but anyway, he was on a lot. But there were enough Tim Cook moments for us to all be reminded about the way he spells or pronounces the word products. And talks a lot about how exciting the new products are and all of that. He only said it six times during the entire keynote, though, which is low on average. Low, but when you consider how little he was on screen, I, I only thought he was on at the beginning and then on at the end, right? Yeah, he, you're, you're right. He did a little t- thing at the top, which he was, which they were starting to kind of already do on the stage anyway. He was starting to be intro cook guy. Ends is what those were. Yeah, cook ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're cooking the front and the back. That's right. Yes, cook-ins. Anyway, so when he says products, for those not in the know, he's from he's from some part of Alabama and has a little bit of a twang, and he and he says products like that or pro- products. products. It's like a weird, drawn out, yeah. weird thing. Yeah. Anyway, this message came from Richard Tater. Uh, if that sounds like <laughs> dictator, you're not wrong. Anyway, he says, gentlemen, Tim Cook uh, said products six times at yesterday's keynote. I've been obsessed <laughs> with Tim saying 
<laughs> he spelled it really weird here. I've been obsessed with him saying products for years now, ever since Scott first pointed it out. Uh, you will find them at the beginning of these timestamps. And then he wrote products, uh, WWDC 2020, four minutes, five seconds, four minutes, 21 seconds, one hour, 2708, one hour, 2712, one hour, 2725, real rapid succession there. And then yes, one last yeah. one at one forty, uh, one hour, 46 and 33 seconds. What What's surprising about that is not, not that he said the word that many times, but I didn't realize that thing went that long. Like, oh, that it went an hour and a half? Yeah, or an hour and 45 yeah, minutes? Almost yeah. a two-hour experience. Yeah. That's longer than yeah. like most summer movies. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really notice. I think it's to their credit because I actually really enjoyed this format. So uh, wait, he gave you uh, he gave you timestamps? Did you use no, those timestamps? No, I didn't go them get them. I should have, and I didn't do it. I didn't do I have time. Oh, God. I what? know. You had one job. Missed opportunity. 100% agree. Yeah. I 100% yeah. agree. Okay, I, may well. still do, I may still do, go do it. Oh, yeah, please do. Because why not? Or you know what? Better yet. you don't have anything else going on. Better yet. Here, chat. Those are the timestamps. You guys go find them and make it for me. (laughs) Do my work for me. Uh, He also also loves it when he says code. And I don't know how he says code. 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 Like it's... uh... I've noticed that too. It's like the the accent really comes up. Code. Let's see. Tim (laughs) Cook says code. Let's see if I can find... If there's any reference to this. Videos. All right. All right, we're going we're gonna to hear him say the word code. Here we go. All right, this isn't, this is a whole video, but let's see if we can catch it. Okay, okay. Un- unmute. All right, here we go. Come on, do your thing. Okay, this is Fortune Magazine. As you leave here to start the next leg of your journey in life, there will be days where you will ask yourself, where is all this going? What is the purpose? What is my purpose? Uh-huh. Is this a I'll be honest. graduation speech? Yeah, it's a commencement speech at okay. MIT, is it? Yeah, MIT. All right. I asked myself that same question, and it took me nearly 15 years to answer it. Okay. I was never going to find my purpose working someplace without a clear sense of purpose of its own. Well, we're going to get the Steven code. Apple I don't know if you... Is he going to say code or products in the commencement speech? <laughs> it says here he brings up the word code. Oh, he uh, does. Okay. All right. He says, I think it says, if I were a French student and I were 10 years old, I think it would be more important for me to learn to code than, than to learn English, he says. Mm. But I don't know where he says it. So, so F off, Tim Cook. But anyway, here's, <laughs> here's, uh, here's the other funny thing about uh, yesterday. Um, yeah. if, oh, I, we didn't write this in the notes. So when we were doing... We were trying to call. Who was it that we called yesterday? Was it Richard or whoever it was? Oh, it was, yeah, it was somebody. It was Jenny. We tried to call Jenny. <laughs> All right, we called got Jenny. We got somebody else at the U. And anyway, I get this urgent text this morning from my son who says, "Dad, you doxed yourself. You doxed yourself." And I went, "What? What are you talking about?" And he goes, "On TMS yesterday, you totally doxed yourself." And I'm like, "Well, first of all, it's like 6:30 in the morning. Where are you? He's doing a truck <laughs> run for his company, and he's listening to the show in the car." In, uh-huh. in the truck that he's driving. And he thinks because we gave out the voicemail we use all the time on the show, 801-471-0462, he thought that mm-hmm. was my... <laughs> I thought this. <laughs> he's my son, I guess. He thought that was my number and that I was just giving oh, my no. number out. Yeah. I hope a lot of people don't call that number and leave <laughs> messages for us. <laughs> so I hope I hope he hears this. Um, 
And a uh, quick update on that. We think he doesn't have the Rona, but the test results are today for the lady who he worked oh, with. So he'll know for okay. sure. But he's doing this truck run on his own. So even if he has it, he's, you know, he's not around people. He's just driving stuff. People pull stuff out cool. of the back and he leaves. So we'll see how I, it goes. Uh, I spent um, probably more time than I should have yesterday um, after the show while I was getting music ready for Coverville, while I was doing other things. Um, because people were messaging me on Discord and over Twitter about 8675309s that they thought were available in their area. Basically, I think what a lot of people did is they called their local uh, area codes 8675309 to see if there was a uh, a message or a person answering or uh, that number is not in service. Okay. And and a few people got the this mess this phone number is not in service and they assumed oh well then it must not belong to anybody brian grab it mm-hmm. and i'd go and do a quick search and uh find out that yeah it's owned by somebody but they don't like they're kind of squatting on it or they're they're sitting on it sure um my favorite and it's it's one that i'll never get my hands on probably well who knows maybe they'll go out of business but it's a local pizza place in fort collins with the 970 extension yeah called totally 80s pizza <laughs> and if you're if you're a pizza place called totally 80s pizza yeah. You better get eight six seven five three zero nine. I agree. It's like having. Uh, oh, that's perfect. We're not, we're not, yeah, yeah. We're like somebody there knows that too, right? They know that. Yeah, I mean, like the other, the the more perfect place would be a record store. Yeah, you know, it feels yeah. like all record stores should try and get that phone number, but uh, the podcasters who do music podcasts should probably also and need it for for a customer request recording line. Well, see, the world uh, still wants pizza, but I don't know if anyone wants records anymore. So I think uh, I think the better business plan would be the pizza place. I'm thinking. Oh, Scott. I'm just saying. I are don't want them to go away. Are you not in touch with the hipsters? Look, I don't want them to go away, and I know there are Graywell here in Salt Lake City still here. They still do their yeah. thing. There are places yeah. that curate and have a cool thing going, and they do vinyl, and all. that's great. But mm-hmm. it used to be you go to the mall, and there were like three yeah. in the mall and one oh, yeah, outside. You'd hit, you'd, and, you'd hit Sam Goody, and if it wasn't at Sam Goody, you'd go down the way to... Uh, uh oh where else the um we had raspberry records you guys have that no that wasn't uh i don't think that them. was national they were great um uh, suncoast suncoast i thought was just videos oh tower peaches we used to have we used to have two peaches yeah uh records here in in denver those were great yeah. everything in everything in uh, wooden crates i wonder if they ever had tower uh, records. wonder if they ever had oh, music million. land that's the one music land yes i wonder if they ever had millions of peaches in the, in the world <laughs> You know, for me. for me, for me, yeah, for yeah. Me. Well, uh-huh. you, you, but only from your perspective, the 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 royal me, <laughs> the royal me. That's yes. uh, a throwback to yesterday. Anyway, okay. Someone in the chat found. Uh, sorry, we're all over the place today, but we found uh, Tim Cook saying the word right away. So we're gonna play. Oh, good. Okay. okay. So here's Tim Cook on an MSNBC video saying it. Here we go. I think. Sure. Okay. Well. Okay. How can you make that argument that it's coding is the answer? Well, I, I want America to be strong. First and foremost, I want America to be strong. And I, I believe that I, one uh, base for that is I think everyone needs to, to learn to code. 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 I like it. Code. Oh, it's got this su- little southern thing going. Uh-huh. A little, little, uh, little vocal fry thing. Code. Yeah. I like Tim Cook. Chode. Chode. <laughs> I like Tim Cook. Say what you want about Apple. I, I, I like him. Oh, I yeah, think he's no, a nice I, I dude. He's a... A nice he seems guy. like a very good guy. Yeah, he seems legit. All right. Um, also, a new Fred and Can entered the atmosphere this week. I forgot to mention it on Monday. Uh, so here I am two days late. But uh, we are finally done with the 
the emotional side story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're a back little to little sad, this. actually. Yeah, I was a little sad, but now we're back to uh, hard, hard one, one-off jokes. Uh, so that happened this week at fredncan.com if you want to go check it out. If you want to know what I'm talking about, it's about a guy named Fred and his sentient can of expired cream corn and the adventures they go through each and every day. It's also timely because some football player or wrestler or a guy I don't remember because I saw this fleetingly this morning, but there's some famous athlete dude who says that, okay, not a political statement. He's making a statement. (laughs) He's making a statement, not me. Okay. Just so your emails can sit still. Uh, yeah. But he says he would rather he would rather vote for a can of uh, let's see he would rather vote for a can of tomatoes than vote for Trump this year is what he said. That's okay. the that's the end of the political part of it. When okay. I saw that, I went, "Oh, can of tomatoes!" Like the little in the, the little uh, the thing we had with the uh, you know our can of expired cream corn ran into his own can of tomatoes the other day. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I ought to not capitalize on this somehow. I probably won't. But anyway, it was an, it was a nice <laughs> reference. Oh, like a uh, uh, Fred and Can uh, running mates twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, Fred uh, and Can vote f- Fred. Uh, with the, actually, you'd want the Can in charge. Fred's an idiot. I, I can right. tell you that. And Fred is me. Yeah, you're right. You heard that right. Fred is me. All right. Uh, anyway, fredandcan.com. Go check it out. All right, Brian, let's get uh, the other Brian in here. I like that idea a lot. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we yeah. should. Maybe we should. You know, what? there's always room for more Brian's. All right. I'll do it then. Here he comes. <laughs> I'm disappointed about it. I am All not right. the least bit disappointed. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. All right. Okay. Here, here he comes. Cash. He's coming in. Tango and cash. <laughs> What's that guy could never do that voice without thinking of that guy. Yeah, he's great. What's that guy's name? I don't remember that guy. Which guy? I don't even. I don't remember his name. All no. right, we're calling him. It's ringing. He's uh, not picking up. That seems bad. So we'll see. Uh, we'll give it a second here. Oh no, he didn't pick up. There, he's answered the phone, and now this. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Babel Royale. It's a little bit of a game we play here on Mondays and Wednesdays, and we do it with our friend Brian Dunaway, all the way from South Carolina. Hello. Give me one hot minute. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, oh hi. Oh, what was your, okay. what do, you was, need a, do you need a minute to compose yourself? No, to, yeah. to get to the phone. It's like, hold on, oh, I'm coming. All right. oh. I hear you ringing. Yeah. We're a little early. Always, We're earlier than we usually are. It's like another ten minutes normally. So yeah. Yeah, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. It's Babel uh, waits for no man. Done no, away. this is true. Oh, is this the night attack uh, making fun of you voice bit? Is this yes, is this yes. a is this a clip here? Okay, clip. we're it's all going to enjoy this together. Hold on a second. Um, let me <laughs> let me get over here and change this. Okay, so what this is, I guess, last night them making fun of Brian's voice, not making fun, but you know, whatever, having fun at your expense. Here we go. Having fun, Mike. Yeah. Okay, I'm play this clip. Oh. This is cool because they're doing an old thing that I definitely don't care about. But I like it because it's a new thing. And this is how I talk. It's me, uh, uh, Brian. I'm I'm nostalgia-proof, Brian. I like this accordion version of Beat It because Beat It's a f***ing good melody. All right, hold on. That isn't your voice. That's a terrible impression. Oh, I know, I know. I do, you know, I'll tell you, I do a better... Uh, Justin, 
and a better Brian than the two of them combined yeah. uh, do a, a Brian Ibbitt. I'll yeah. just say that right now. Spot on. I'm using it from now on. Okay. Now <laughs> I'm Brian Ibbitt. Yeah. I talk like this. Hello. Hello. I'm Brian Ibbitt. I like old things, new things. Anyway. <laughs> I have interesting shirts. Look at them. Yeah, look Read at my hat. All. I have a cool hat, and I like Las Vegas. See, this is easy. We can all do it. <laughs> See? Exactly. We're, we're all in now. Anyone can do that voice. What's that voice? <laughs> That's great. Uh, all right. Hey, Brian Dunaway, how are you? How's your How's your day? How you oh, doing? it's going fine. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I've got good news for you because we have somebody on the line who's going to put us in the contestant seats and try to win something for them. Hi, thanks for holding so long. Who's this? This is Steve from Kentucky. Well, hello, Steve. <laughs> Wait a minute. Brian. That sounds like me. Yeah, are you sure sounded, it's not me? I was like, Brian, are you on another phone calling in? What's going on? This is crazy. It's so, me again. So accurate. Uh, it's good to have you here. Brian, uh, the Brian everyone's having their fun with, will now explain the rules, what you could win, and how our topic might go, Brian. Yes. Uh, Steve from, uh, from Kentucky, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth, giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you're playing for a couple of games from the Steam Library, courtesy of Wesley, Wesley. Uh, Warsaw, and Horus. Oh, Horus oh, is great. Uh, Warsaw I've not played, but Horus is a really good game. It's very good. Don't get them confused, or you'll have Horsaw and Warsaw. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'd play For both sure. of those games. No problem. Bring them on. I am Brian Ibbett. Right. I make funny statements. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Oh, hi, oh. Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. <laughs> ah. Ah. Anyway. All right. All right. Anyway, so that's uh, that's what you're playing for today. But before you can start, you guys need a topic. And uh, you probably knew, you probably suspected that this one would be coming based on recent events. No. Um. Joel Schumacher passed away recently. Oh yeah, a couple yeah. days ago, I think. A couple days yeah. ago. I don't know if his uh, coffin has nipples, but um, <laughs> I made this joke that day, and everyone was mad at me. I think I screwed well, up. I really? just needed to wait two days. I needed to let it sit for two days and then tell it because you told it and it was funny. People like it now. <laughs> I got in I trouble. Swear to God, I didn't hear you make that joke. That's no, not on the show. I did it on the. It was a tweet, and I had to delete it because people were like, "Too soon, too soon." I did it. Come on! Oh, I did it at the kitchen table. It didn't. It didn't fly well. <laughs> it didn't, didn't track with the uh, with the with fam. The fam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he directed four movies. I want to know how many of them you can name. Simple as that. Oh. Um, Steve, knowing that uh, both of these gentlemen like their Schumacher movies a lot. Some of them. Schumacher. Uh, how their confidence level? Who do you think is going to win? And who would you like to go first? Uh, I have no confidence, so I'll do the standard Scott wins and Brian goes first. Oh, that's the standard now. Okay. Is I like it. Okay, cool. Scott win, um, Brian first. That's yeah. the still standard. Not, you still have not gotten your 100th win, have you? Because I think ever since the um, we found out that you were one win away from 100. Well, I won last I week. So, oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, then maybe. Okay, then maybe maybe you have had your hundredth win. I think. I yes, did. you have. Okay, I'm we sorry. just weren't very yeah, ceremonial. We, we just weren't we ceremonial about it. it. Yeah, we didn't celebrate it. Darn it. That's okay. One on one. Resting L's was the hundredth. Yes. So it's hundred to seventy nine. So Brian, you got to step up your game. Yeah, kick kick it up a notch, dude. What yeah. are you doing? Um, what was the numbers again? <laughs> one hundred to seventy nine. What? Yeah. It's about yeah. to be one hundred one to seventy nine, but it's fine. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> fine. I'll just, I'll just start working harder. Okay. 
Smarter. Joel Schumacher directed films. Right? Yep, he did. That's right. That's the question. Yep, he did. Yes. Which films did he direct? Name the films he directed. 24 of them he, he directed. Name okay. them. Oh, okay. Name them. Okay. And, and, and when Magus uh, did, he said he, he sent this to me as a topic after I had already been giving it some thought and printed out a, uh, a right. list. So. Well, I'm going to go with uh, Batman and Robin. Oh, man. Going right for the garbage. That's that's a great place to start, especially well, since I kind of gave that. About it. Yeah, no, exactly. Kind of gave that hint about the nipples. Uh, 1997, Batman and Robin, directed by Joel Schumacher. No, I didn't mean it was a bad choice. I just mean it it's movie. just a bad movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. Let's go. I'll go the other side of the uh, of the bookshelf here, and let's go with something like uh, Flatliners. 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 Oh, 1990s Flatliners. Um, some kid uh, chasing Kiefer Sutherland for two dollars? No, that's not it. Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> what, was that that was, what was that? Wait, what, Kiefer, was, what was that? He was yelling. That was better at, off dead. But no, it was, it was like the, right. It was oh. a similar kid on a bike chasing. Right. It's <laughs> you're right. It totally is. Those scenes are weirdly the same. It was, it was the paper boy, right? It was that it was, was the, the whole. Boy. That yeah, was a trope for a while. Yeah. Right, because he he. Uh, Killed a kid, or yeah, a kid fell out of a tree because he was throwing rocks. Plus, Kiefer him. was in a, or, yeah, that's right, he was in a. Right. There was something with a tree. Yeah, we yeah, saw the kid this for film tree track. throwing I rocks. I don't remember any of it. I remember Oliver I mean, Platt the kid was in a in tree, it. and the, the other kids were around the base of the tree throwing. Yeah, I remember Oliver Platt trying to play like he was in college, and that made me laugh. Anyway, mm-hmm. and one of the bald ones being a total. Uh, oh right, sex fiend. S- Steven? No. No, I think it was um, Billy. Billy. Billy Baldwin. I almost said Ricky, yeah. which is not right. Ricky Baldwin, Ricky, sure. Ricky Baldwin. Ricky, yeah, Ricky Baldwin. Yeah, Ricky Baldwin, the last Baldwin brother. Yep. All right, Dunaway. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the one that we want to watch on Film Sack forever, but it just won't show up. And is one of my favorite movies from the. Uh, it was must have been the 90s, I believe. It was Falling Down. Oh, Falling yeah. Down. Yeah, forgot, forgot that's he a did good one. Douglas. Michael Douglas. All he, he wants is a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. You think that thing holds up? Probably. I don't know. I'm worried that it does not because he was very. I mean, really, the the story, you kind of start and you're like you're like, oh man, this guy can't catch a break, and you're kind of on his side. And then as it goes on, you're like, wow, this guy may be just the worst person ever. Well, we live and, in the uh, era. We live in the era of angry white man now. So maybe that. Maybe that. Yeah, that's why I think that's why I, I think that. it would hold up because <laughs> we're kind of living that. And plus, I think it's a brilliant thing for a director to be able to do is to make a sympathetic character at the beginning turn into a very unsympathetic character by the end of the film yeah. and, and kind right. of have that um it's a really good movie switch. it's really it is, good it, it, is a good it was a good yeah. movie back in the day yeah listen i just want a breakfast sandwich i can see you've got the breakfast sandwiches over there just sell me one of those i mean you may i'm it's like i'm watching the movie it's like we're not even doing this <laughs> it's so real Hi, brian brushwood <laughs> <laughs> oh wait that's where i've heard it before okay that's what it was all right, Dunaway. Oh no, wait, that was you. No, wait, was that me? Yeah, yeah, that was Dunaway. That was so Dunaway. All right, you. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the other Kiefer deal and do um, Lost Boys, which I arguably my favorite of his movies. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I will. <laughs> That's right. Hold on, I'm sorry to mark this one. There we go. 1987's Lost Boys. Bring out your saxophone, and uh, I almost sang. I will survive, but uh, it's it's the it's the other song that kind of has that same. It's a very cool song. It is a cool it's, song. It's a cool song, yeah. I, I, it's mostly about the chorus that's cool. The rest is not that great, but there's that chorus. Yeah. It just gets you. It's a good I little... I still believe, not I will survive. Yeah. 
It's a good right. little riff. And if you're bringing out your saxophone, you got to take your shirt off. That's the rule. It's true. Yeah. Well, if you look like that guy, you probably can't wear shirts. <laughs> probably fall off of you when you put them on. They just melt off. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dunaway. From the director of Batman and Robin comes <laughs> Phone Booth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phone That's Booth. That's right. Colin Farrell tries to use an antiquated piece of technology that many yeah. people won't recognize or understand. See, we used to have these things called phone booths where uh, you could go into a little room and use a phone on a, in a public place. Crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, 2002. Hard to believe that was only 18 years ago. And right. uh, I bet $5 you can't uh, find a phone booth in your, <laughs> in your local area anywhere. I really like that movie. Thought it was cool. I did too. That's that, that I love it. might be a good film sackable. Yeah, I think for sure. that one probably a, doesn't hold up. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, films that where where people get trapped in very small spaces, and it's always uh, it's always tough to make it. And Devil, I think, does that really well. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not a Schumacher. No, not a Schumacher no, film. No, but not a one of your Shyamalan, Shyamalan Yeah, Shyamalan deal. Ding dong. Um, yeah, another Kiefer movie, by the way. Kiefer's the guy on the on the other end of the phone. Uh, doing that the voice. Right. Oh, right. I've only uh, got 24 hours to find a phone booth. I think him and Schumacher were on speed dial. I don't know. They were always doing stuff. <laughs> Maybe. Um, all right. Um, uh, I believe he did one of the, the Grisham things, and I believe, I hope I'm right on this. Yeah. Now I'm nervous. Uh, Time to Kill, I believe, is the one he did. Oh, he did dude, do that one. 1996's A Time to Kill, directed I by Shoal Schumacher. Yes, indeed. Shoal Schumacher. <laughs> He I was always mocking the Jews. That. Jew what, mocking. What do you know from Grisham? <laughs> Quit mocking us. All right. <laughs> My many, nipples were fun. So, far? All right. so I, far, you've named exactly six of the 24. Wow. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I got, I, got, I got two more, I think. Okay. Unless I can think of another one. Case, unless, unless Scott gives away one. I'm going to go... With that family opera crap that I never watched. Oh, I forgot he did that. That's right. 2004, Phantom of the Opera. Uh, I think a lot of us forgot about that. But it was a movie adaptation of the musical, not a movie adaptation of right, the old right. movie. Yeah. And I, I, remember, I remember seeing the advertisements and thinking, Joel Schumacher? I was like, all right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of Starring what? Gerard Butler and Emmy Rossum. Was Gerard Butler the Phantom? He must have been, yeah. Shh. And... Uh, why well, I haven't seen Wilson. it yet. That's four years before 300. That's crazy. Yeah. And how long is that before uh, Shameless? Right? Because that's Emmy Rossum and she Shameless. played a Shameless, the uh, oh, Showtime, oh, oh, the Showtime show. Macy. Yeah. Right, right, right. That she's basically the star of. Yeah, yeah. She's very good. She's still on that? Or did she leave? No, she left. Well, then that's no good. No, that's why I stopped watching. It's yeah. like, uh, too many of the families out and gone. And yeah, I like her. It can't just be disheveled Macy, and that's all we have. No, no, you need you need some <laughs> some form of positivity in that show, and she would occasionally bring it. <laughs> yeah, I am cooperating, Wade. All right, uh, let's see. Let's do um, Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Oh. I'm surprised uh, you didn't use that one, Brian. Uh, I was holding it out because I was hoping Scott would forget. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, Batman Forever, 1995. The Val Kilmer Batman. That's right, Kilmer Kilmer Batman. Yeah. Batman Kilmer. <laughs> Batman Kilmer. It's kind of funny if like you go it. to if you go to the Batman Forever IMDb page, you get oh never mind. I was gonna say it looks like clips of Robert Pattinson and uh, 
um, and Christian Bale, and <laughs> so it's. But I guess that's not a clip from the movie. They're just it's like an IMDb promo. Oh, thing. I gotcha. You know, I yeah. just realized there's a phonetic commonality here. Yeah, look at the big words on me. All right, here's Dang. the here's the phonetic commonality. Batman Clooney, Batman Kil- Kilmer, Batman yeah. Christian, Batman uh, Keaton, <laughs> Batman. So, so either their first name or their last name has two syllables. Well, no, it's got all. Of, everybody's got a cut in it. Is what I'm saying. Oh, at least some sure, kind like of Robert cut. Pattinson. Yeah. Well, no, not him. That's what I'm saying. It stops. <laughs> It stops at uh, it stops at um, and a- Christensen. Ben Affleck has a cut. <laughs> I just Ben mean, Affleck ends with a cut sound. Adam West doesn't either. I understand. I'm just saying those those that batch there, they were all K names or K names, not K. All K. Some were C's. Whoa! And who created Bob Kane? Bob Kane. And what Weird. was Alfred's name? Calfred Pennyworth. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah. Back to me. Is it? No, that yeah. wasn't. That yeah, was yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, do another one. No, do another no, one. no, it's your turn. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Brian. another one. It's your Come turn. on, do another one. It's your turn. Do another one. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> um, first, I, I don't. Th- it's, it's the director part that's prop is bothering me because I know he did. I had read some trivia one time where he had done some stuff with. The whiz, but I can't remember. And I think it's because I was listening to Scott earlier. Oh, because y'all were y'all were talking about Michael Jackson, and, and it's all in my head right now, mm-hmm. and it's swimming around. Mm-hmm. Did he did he direct the whiz? Is that my answer? Yes. Are you, is that your answer? Is that is that's, that what you're that's saying? That's my answer, even though it doesn't feel right. I don't have any other answer. And that was that was like one that was that was one of those question mark ones, but. You know, Scott took my Batman forever, mm. so mm. that's all I got. Mm. He I got did a the mark. screenplay of The Wiz. Oh. He did not he direct directed it. directed the screenplay. That's still directing. Yeah, it's still directing, uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> directed by Sidney Lumet, uh, The uh, Wiz. Uh, I only have one more. Screenplay written. I all right, what was, one your, more. what was your last one? Uh, the last one I have was that weird John Kerry or D- Jim Kerry thing. Uh, that it's like oh, he, it's uh, like twenty uh, twenty three, uh, uh, the number twenty three or twenty three. Number twenty three, indeed. Right. Was, uh, yep. That was uh, here's all the other ones you could have said. It's a bad movie. Uh, Trespass from twenty eleven. Uh, Man in the Mirror, which was a short film, not a not know. a music video, but just a short film. Uh, Twelve, Blood Creek, Veronica Guerin, that thing with um, Kate Blanchett. Uh, bad Company, not again, not the band. Which Tigerland, flawless, eight millimeter. Oh, eight millimeter. I always think. I always think that's um. Ah, I always think that's the guy who made um, Untouchables. For some reason, I don't know why. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. Every okay. time I think that, but keep going. Sorry. Um, he did do a Time to Kill, but he also did the Client, which was directed the Client, which was another um, John Grisham. That was a good uh, movie, and it had that kid in it that died too early, and he was a yes. really good actor. Brad Renfro. Was. was that his Renfro, name? Renfro, yeah. He yeah. was amazing, and then he OD'd or whatever he did. Anyway. Uh, Dying Young, which I think is Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Another another one that he kind of went that was back like, to. That was like around Flatliners, wasn't it? Ish. It was. It was right. In, it was one year after Flatliners. Right. Uh, Cousins, which was uh, Ted Danson hooking up with Isabella Rossellini. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire, You Could Be a Man oh, in Motion. Elmo's fire. DC Cab, which if I remember correctly, starred oh. Mr. T. Oh, DC yeah. Cab? Wait, he did DC Cab? <laughs> DC Cab, yes. 
That, and, is the, uh, that is the worst, best movie. Yeah. At least it was back in the day. Yeah. And another movie we need to do for Film Sack that I always feel like we've already done for Film Sack, The Incredible Shrinking Woman with Lily Tomlin. Oh, I mm. loved that movie growing up. I thought that I thing too. was great. I wonder if it's any good now. Does not. I guarantee it does not hold up. I didn't know that was him. Wow. Yep. All right. Well, you know what that is. That's 101 right there for you. Yeah, good job. Celebrate in the streets of Kentucky there, Steve. How do you feel about your win? <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Oh, that's great. Oh, you got a cool accent, too. You deserve this. So we're going to send you these file or these uh, codes, but how you're going to get them is you're going to email Brian Ibbett at gmail, or sorry, coverville at gmail.com. He will hook you up immediately with your winnings. Yeah. Congratulations. Make sure, well make sure when you email me, you request the code. Oh, you need the code. code. Yeah, there you go. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> that was awesome. Brian Dunaway, how do you feel about your defeat? <laughs> Here, I'll do this again. Enjoy. Hey, uh, Brian Dunaway, anything else going on you want to mention? You want to say anything else? You got uh, stuff to say? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so what would you say? Is there anything else you want to plug? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wanted to, but then Scott started saying something while I was trying to plug it. And oh, all like in my oh it didn't. It got a delay. It I must have delayed. You're... Yeah, we didn't hear you. That was yeah. weird. Uh, okay. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, we, anyway. did it on, we did it on purpose. Sorry, go ahead. Whatever you were going to say. <laughs> so this weekend on FilmSack, we're watching uh, something. But I can't Hancock. <laughs> oh, Hancock. Hancock. Yeah, Hancock. That's right. It was supposed to be last weekend, but we had a very busy weekend. Schedules got weird, and so we skipped a week. We rarely do that, but this weekend, Handcock with yeah. Will Smith. And, and, to, yeah. and tomorrow night, I'll be uh, playing something that, since I'm finished uh, Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past, I'm thinking about playing Link's Awakening. Oh, you should totally do that. Link's Awakening is yeah. great. That's a great yeah. video game. Uh, no, that's awesome. And then we'll hear you report on that uh, on the Boop Show as well and other places. Uh, tell people where to find you on Twitch because that's a great place to find you streaming said games. It is. It's twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. All right. That's a me. That's a you? Okay. Look at look at me. I'm Brian Ribbit. I listen to records and other antiquated things. <laughs> I only like things that are new. I don't like things that are old. This is a weird thing for them to do. Well, how did how? Did, oops, I cut them off. How how did they, how did this subject come up? Like, what was the no point? idea? No idea. Okay. It uh, uh, Talia uh, sent me a link in Twitter okay. saying, "Yeah, sincerest form of flattery and all flattery and all that." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, cool. Let's check it out." And uh, I mean, you know, it's okay. It's, yeah. I've had other people imitate me, uh, impersonate me a lot better than that. There also, was a couple on an old podcast called Illinois. Yeah. And they used to do a Brian Ibbett impression. I probably have it somewhere in my audio files. I should find it. But hi, this is Brian Ibbett, and uh, you're listening to Coverville. <laughs> and coming up, here's a new cover. Cover me. I hear he's singing it in that voice and everything. Yes. Uh, okay. Also, Brian Brushwood's hair is like a loaf of bread right now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with that business, yeah. but he needs some bangs, man. Yeah. Needs some bangs. Oh. Stoke Scrolls because they were doing an after show discussion on nostalgia. Oh. oh, which is why okay, which is why Jury says I'm, I'm, I'm nostalgia proof. I'm nostalgia proof, Brian. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, this is what I have to say to him. The jury will now retire. All right, he's out of here. Let's do uh, this instead. Now, do this. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville today. We'll be celebrating the birthdays of KT Tunstall. I don't know what the KT stands for. Maybe her name is Katie, and she just likes those two letters. 
and Stephen Page of the band, formerly of the band, Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, at least he did uh, join them on stage for their Canadian Music Hall of Fame uh, induction or something like that. So sure. Um, anyway, uh, covers of and by both of those. Here's a little hint. KT Tunstall has done a lot of covers. I only have a couple covers of her songs, and you could probably guess at least one of those. But uh, <laughs> celebrating the 45th and 50th birthdays, respectively, of KT Tunstall and Stephen Page of Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, no nudity involved, turns out. Bummer. None, none, none whatsoever. Uh, TikTok teens are in the news multiple times. Well, we have a new story about them. TikTok teens. TikTok teens. This is apparently kind of a collective name for the group of TikTokers who sort of organize and do things. Anyway, uh, is this tic- from the Hype House? Are these Hype House teens? I don't know if these are Hype House people or not. I assume that's just a big sex fest in there anyway. You know? Ugh. Just teenagers doing it. Just constantly. <laughs> just smearing their, themselves all over each other all day long. That's got to be what's happening. Sure, I'm sure that's exactly it. They're young. They're hormonal. They're, you know, attractive people. They're just... Of course they are. Right. They're just wrestling right. in a big ball of sweaty teenager gasm. Sure, sure. It's not a word. All right. Uh, TikTok yeah. uh, teens found a suitcase full of human remains. Ooh. A, yeah. This is on a Seattle did they beach. Do a, did they do a cool new dance after they found it? <laughs> they just got up and did the floss while they were... So the stuff. most recent uh, Drake number? Yeah, yeah. Like, did they queue up some Cardi B and do some... Um, <laughs> the Dougie? <laughs> Yeah, why not? The Dougie. I like that. Uh, it says here, U.S. teens who were filming a video for TikTok say they found an abandoned suitcase full of human remains on a Seattle beach. It had the name uh, Dexter Morgan on there. Hmm, weird. <laughs> Very Dexter morgan though. Weird. Yeah. Uh, it came from a boat, it looks like. Yeah, some, some kind of boat. Uh, it says the video, which has since gone viral, shows two teenage girls clamoring down a rocky shore where they find a black suitcase at the watery edge on Friday. Second bag was later found floating in the water. Seattle Police Department said in a press release, the video posted on social media shows the groups of friends stumbling across the abandoned suitcase, joking that it may contain money. Of course, you think, hey, look, might be money, a drug money, sure. or full of cocaine or something. Sure. Um, young girl is seen climbing across the rocks. They keep saying how they climbed there. Anyway, yeah. uh, then they laughed until they realized what was inside. Something traumatic happened that changed my life, says TikTok user Ugg Henry. See, now that's oh. an actual meme on TikTok. On TikTok. Ugg Henry? No, this whole thing, you'll be flipping through and you'll hear a voiceover. Because you know how TikTok works, or one of the ways it works, is if you hear uh, a song or a thing somebody says, it doesn't matter what the sound of a video is, you can press the little record down in the corner and now use that sound for your video. So, Brian, you could do a video that just says, I'm Brian Nibbett and I put an entire coconut in my butthole. You could say that. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, I could take ahead. your sound, and I could wa- I could dance around to it, and it would still say in your voice, "I'm Brian Nibbit, and I put a whole coke." It would do the whole thing. Uh, gotcha. Okay. So, right. so what people do is they they reuse this line here, which says, "Um, where is it? Something traumatic something happened. That uh, this is how it usually goes. Something happened in my life that was traumatic. Check. They say that's how they say okay. it. Okay. Uh, I already it, hate this. I know it sucks. <laughs> it's based on some other stuff where kids would say." Rich kid check or Utah check or like I see a lot of Utah ones because it's uh, algorithmic. I have seen that. I did yeah. see a Colorado check. Yeah, and and you'll All see right. more of your local stuff because that app freaking knows your life. I'm really, I'm already really. I, <laughs> here's here's when I look at TikTok things. When yeah. Scott sends me a TikTok thing to look at, yeah, 
That's yeah, what I look at. There's some that. funny. Um, my algorithm, my current algorithm is is served pretty well. Where you're not well, it's just serving me well. Like it gives me what I want. It's all funny dogs, funny fails, funny cats. Uh, no dancing teens. I got none. They just don't give them to me. Uh, for some reason, people farting a lot. <laughs> uh, what's a, what's another <laughs> really? one? Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. Take, wow, I wonder how how. Uh, <clears throat> TikTok has figured that out. Gosh, I just can't explain it. I just don't know where that part came yeah. from. But uh but it but it all it all it all seems to fit basically what I what I'm what I care about or what I think is funny. And I think that's okay. good. Except it's also creepy that the app is good at doing that. A little that. bit creepy. But I it, it, uh, it accounts for a lot of stuff like how long did he watch the video? Did he watch it twice? Did it loop three times? Did he skip past it immediately? Like all of those things factor in and you know, make sure. Difference. Yeah. Oh, I do like the fact that Ugg Henry uses that that audio clip of something traumatic happening that changed his life. Um, I feel like there might be somebody else in that video who maybe had something a little more traumatic yeah. happen that changed their life. In well, that video. and that's that's the other problem with this particular thing is when you hear that now, you can't take it seriously because rarely is it something like one time I saw it and it was somebody who was in a car oh, accident sure. and they showed the car all munched oh, up geez. and them in the hospital. They're recovering, yeah. so it's good. But yeah, it really changed their life. It's an appropriate soundtrack. But I've had other ones where I'll see the exact same soundtrack. It'll go, something traumatic happened in my life, check. And then it'll be a guy who Glass ran just tipping over on his. <laughs> yeah. Or he lost, he's, he's out of cereal or something, like something dumb. <laughs> right. Exactly. So don't take anything on there seriously, unless they're bodies and bones, I guess. Uh, anyway, uh, let's in see. this case, there were. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, it says, we found this black suitcase. We're joking, but maybe the suitcase would have money, but the smell was overwhelming. So these are like not even, it's not even that old, these bones. So somebody's, this is bad. So why are, why are they, this sounds a little suspicious. Maybe it's not, but uh, it's like when you see uh, the, the America's Funniest Home Videos and there's a video of somebody um, doing something that you normally wouldn't for, film a video of. And something happens. It's like, oh, well, that's staged because no one's ever going to film a video of them um, pouring oh. a glass of orange juice, you know, that sort of thing. But do these TikTok kids, I, you know, I'm guessing that part of their shtick is they have the thing, the cameras going all the time so that they do capture I guess so. cool random stuff that happens. But I mean, I'm with you. Okay, here's my here's my Aaron, big take. Make sure you get this TikTok video of me clambering <laughs> on some rocks. <laughs> Here, here's my take on that because I'm actually with you on this. Yeah. I think that 90% of it is just nonsense. And that's okay. It's fun nonsense. Sometimes it's just goofy sure. and dumb. But you can... 90% of the pranks you see, total setups. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. not real. You, you can just tell. People are bad actors. the suspicion is, uh, huh, what's a good way to cover up a crime? Show a video of yourself discovering the crime. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. You gotta see us this shit. Those remains to see if anyone's missing, strangely missing from Hype House. Yeah, no kidding. Has anyone seen that? Uh, what's her name? She's the really popular one that was on the Tonight Show. Uh, Where's Anastasia Bliss? Has anybody seen Anastasia Bliss? Oh, Charlie, Dim Charlie DiMaggio. What is it? She's got a name. Anyway, don't. I haven't seen her for a while. Where's she at? Mm. Is she bones in a bag? I mean, the 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 sad part is this is probably a. A floater from Mexico and some cartel killing or something? Who knows? Could be. Yeah. That's Although awful, a suitcase and a bag washing up together that far from 
Eh, plus Seattle. <laughs> it's going to be a long. That's a long way. Maybe an Alaskan uh, drug hit. Oh yeah, the Alaskan the Alaskan cartel at it again. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, hiding their cocaine in a in a, in a white Wasilla. crab. Yeah, <laughs> the Wasilla gangs are at it again. <laughs> you think that show, the great, the deadliest catch, is deadly because it's a storms raging? No, it's because those fish right. are full of cocaine. All right. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, here's a story about Jurassic Park. We talked about it briefly yesterday, and now now we have the results. Jurassic Park and Jaws top the box office charts because. That's what theaters are showing those who have opened. Oh. <laughs> uh, they're back in like the number one spots in America. Uh, the vast yeah. majority of theaters playing the classic movies and drive-ins exactly 45 years after Steven Spielberg ushered in the era of summer blockbusters with Jaws. Do we give him credit for that? Or, or can we give it to someone um, else? No, you know what it seems like? If we're going to give credit to somebody, uh, he's the king of the summer blockbusters. So let's give it to Steven Spielberg. I guess so. I'm trying to think of another movie that would have preceded that that would have been considered summer blockbuster before Jaws. Like, uh, 1974, 1973. Yeah. I mean, you had some, like, uh, I don't know what, Logan's Run or... Um, yeah, I don't think any of that stuff. Like big... None of yeah. that really drove the audiences like that. Ben right? Hur did Ben Hur like uh, was that a big summer blockbuster? Right, like Ben Hur. Genie uh, is a student of the film, of uh, film history and stuff. So yeah, let's see what Genie says. I believe her. Yeah. Um. The uh, well, anyway. So now here we are, forty-five years later, and uh, over the June nineteenth through twenty-first weekend, uh, Spielberg's nineteen ninety-three film Jurassic Park topped the charts with an estimated five hundred and seventeen thousand. Six hundred and forty-two dollars, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for you know a relatively no. closed-down industry, that's for empty theaters, that's great. That's pretty so good. So J.C. Calhoun says, "I have a PhD in communication, focusing on media studies." <laughs> Ew. Uh, sorry, that was my jury impersonation. Uh, I can confirm Jaws was the first blockbuster. So thank you, J.C. Calhoun. Yeah, thanks, man. The jury will now retire. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, and if you don't like <laughs> Ben Hur. <laughs> You can unfriend me. We started. We're we're. This is totally side note. That has nothing to do with TMS. But we're we're. I'm converting the what was the Patreon for unfriend me to something else, and a few sad people wrote in says, "Oh, I guess this is confirmation that unfriend me is never coming back." Hey, I never say never. You never know. Yeah. Nothing ever doesn't come back in podcast. Like no, nothing is ever final in podcastville. Yeah, but it's probably not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> not for any reasons that are, are malicious. We're just are both too busy. It's just too busy. Yeah. And right now, you know what? There are a lot of things unfriend me about. It was almost like the perfect storm. We don't want to actually argue. We don't want to have those fights on a podcast there's uh, there's enough derision and negativity out there the show would just yeah that's true that's actually right now is a time when when we feel like we get that so much in the rest of our lives that we don't want uh don't want to get in a party i totally get that that makes sense that's how it feels to me Uh, you know and if vincent minucci's listening vincent we gotta get we gotta get lyrics undercover back i love Uh, vincent vincent's great he is great he's a cool dude I like him. And he's also really good at like home stuff. So every time we talk about on this show about like my heater broke or the air conditioner is not right or whatever, mm-hmm. that dude knows what's up. He'll send me an email and say, don't talk to those companies. They're going to tell you this and they're wrong. Here's your problem. Like he, Perfect. See, he's, he's he's, he saved me money, this guy. Mm-hmm. He's great. Plus, he's a, just a cool dude. We He'd go to BlizzCon every year. He's a great guy. 
Cool. Uh, maybe he's listening now. Hey Vince, check it out. A little love your way, I'm buddy. Hoping he, I'm hoping he is because I want to talk to him and say let's get let's get Lyrics Undercover back up and running because he was a great great host for that and uh, we've been talking about resurrecting it. We need to resurrect it. Very nice. Now wait, say resurrect. Say resurrect again. Say that again. Resurrect. Resurrect. You say it right. Okay. I heard something in your. Maybe I said resurrect. Did I might have resurrect? not. Put a, I might have because it is R E S S. Yeah, it is resurrect. Never, you're totally right. I, I it probably is. Of them are correct. It's probably more correct to have the S's, and I've been saying it wrong when I say resurrect, because there's no Z's in there. Yeah, there there isn't, but I can I can totally see that because some people um, I noticed one of the newscasters or maybe as an advertisement uh, this morning or yesterday morning was talking about Grease Monkey and pronounced it Grease Monkey. Grease Monkey. Grease Monkey. Oh. Like oh, that that food is very greasy. I love the term <laughs> greasy. I'm a huge fan. Yes, I love it. I'm like, oh, that chicken was greasy. I like to say that. So I'm in. I'm in on grease. Get grease back yeah. in. That's great. All right, I'm gonna start. I'm not. I'm resurrect. It sounds like too many Z's. I'm not gonna do it anymore. I love how half the chat room went tesseract as soon as we said it. <laughs> oh yeah, Bobby Frank's right. There is only one S in resurrect. Right. That's two R's in resurrect. Resurrect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Resurrect. Well, resurrect. 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 I'd say. Erect. We'll just say erect. <laughs> Rest erect is what the chat says. <laughs> I give credit to whoever said that. Oh, uh, Bobby, Bobby Frank says uh, he just found resurrect as a pronunciation. So you can say it just fine either way. Is that the deal? I guess. Okay. I just... And if you don't like the way I pronounce resurrect. <laughs> Here's a version of it. Resurrect. Okay. She's got a little Z in there. It's a little Z, yeah. Yeah, a little Z. How about this guy? Let's try this guy. Resurrect. Okay, they're growing Z yeah, as well. Yeah, he's got the Z. Yeah, resurrect. Okay. okay. All right. How about, hey, check this out. <laughs> All right. Here's this. Penis. And now here's this. Penis. That's multiple penises. Penis. Penis. Yeah, penis. All right. Sorry. Those are flowers I'm growing on my uh, Animal Crossing island. I'm growing some peonies. <laughs> You're growing some peonies. They'll spread. If you keep them uh, watered, they'll spread and create oh, many peonies. My, my island is overrun with flowers right now. So basically, I've got to take, I'm not going to sit there and pick them all, shovel them up, and then take them to the store. I'm just going to take a trash can around with me and, and <laughs> shovel up a bunch of flowers and dump them in the trash can. Shovel yeah. up a bunch of flowers and dump in the trash I can. I wish they stacked. Because then selling them would be much more right. profitable. It would be better, but it's like, oh, you've got yeah. 40 pink mums in your bag. You can't carry any more. Would you like to rebury this or swap it for another item? Yeah, and then when you take it in to sell it, you got to click them all to do it. And then he's uh, going to give you like, what, 500 bells? 240 bells. Yeah. I'll offer you 240 bells for all these flowers. Oh, yeah. Just destroy you know, them. Just destroy them. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for our news today. We're going to go now to a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. Uh, we'll do that. we got recommendals after that. So stick around. Yeah. Brian has music, though. In the meantime, what would you bring? Oh, well, if you are a fan of the TV show uh, Killing Eve, like I am, you're probably familiar with the band Unloved. They do a lot of the music for the show, and they've got a really cool 60s noir vibe that I think is, is uh, just awesome. Um, they have a brand new single they've released of a couple of songs they did on the show, Why Not and Strange Effect. Strange Effect being a cover of the song by the Kinks. We're going to go with the other one, which is Why Not. And, you know, why not? Uh, this is from a single right now. It's funny calling it a single because it's digital. So what's A and what's B in the world of digital? Sure. Ooh, what's the sound of one hand clapping? <laughs> um, 
Why not buy Unloved from the brand new single just released? One day I'll just stop crying, one day I'll just stop. One day I'll just forget. And when I remember that, I wondered why. Why is it wrong? It's right. I loved you, but it's just a thought. One day I'll just forget. guys this episode sponsored by blue chew remember the days when you're ready to go remember that well now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since they're chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. (laughs) 
Mephisto is the one who changed the course of the river, and he's the one who's going to pay. Come on, Cringer. Go f*** a refrigerator, Peckerneck. This is the morning stream. Uh, speaking of refrigerators, does anybody out there have a freezer they want to sell us? Because we need a freezer in the garage because we got to stock up meat for the second wave of coronavirus this fall. Actually, we just can't find them. They're sold out everywhere. You can't get freezers. Just, really? Yeah. Freezers. It's just it's hard like, to get. It's like webcams and freezers. Yeah. Are totally. Well, it makes sense, right? Because people are like uh, sucking stuff away just, just in case there's another spike that keeps them from going to the grocery store. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something like Home Depot has a couple of models, but they're really expensive. I'm just looking for like a cheap, like, you know, the kind in Animal Crossing. You've seen those freezers. The mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just a little ground one. You can yeah, lift it that's up. That's what we and, have in our garage. Yeah, yeah. I need one of those. We haven't had you one You use for those a long to time. change clothes for some uh, weird reason. Yeah, this is true. Utah <laughs> Department of Health wants the state to shut down again. I know. It's getting weird. People are spiking hard because Americans are dumb. We're screwing this up. We got bad leadership and we're, we're dumb. And we keep thinking we're cool and we're not. And all of Europe, <laughs> all of Europe is testing at the same rate we are, but they're having less cases we are testing exactly the same what we need are, to do is slow down here. slow down the testing that's what i told him we've got too many cases we no. need to slow down the testing. someone asked him if he was joking and because everyone the big line after that yes. tulsa thing was oh he's kidding it's a joke he's doing it for his audience and then right. a day later he said were you joking about it and he goes no i wasn't joking i'm serious right right which is it which is it well yeah because he said i think he said the same thing at a, at a thing in arizona yesterday when he was talking to um Oh, he's Maybe in that doing mega a church speech for some kids. Yeah, he was in the no. It was like a church mega church thing, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Okay, they said he was talking to a bunch of churches, or I mean, a bunch of kids. Bunch there were some. There were some students there. Let me address all the churches. There was Hello, a, churches. There was a girl who got up and said, "Love your fried chicken." <laughs> there was a girl that got up and said that she, uh, she, she was sad that they canceled Aunt Jemima because she was a free, a free slave who went on to represent one of the most popular syrups in the world. <laughs> Which sounds stupid in its own right, but that's actually historically totally incorrect. She's a fake. Really? She's a fake character. She was created yeah, from yes, a minstrel right. act, like a racist minstrel act, and was used for a long time. Has nothing to do with a real person. Nothing. None. Zero. Zip. Nada. <laughs> I love, like what? Yeah, no, you know. This, I know. This could be a whole. I know. Uh, it could be a whole show. That... Could be a whole show, Brian. But we don't do that here. We don't talk about politics. And that one guy is going to send me a, an anonymous angry email. Can't wait. Gonna be fun. Can't wait for that. Yeah, they're easy. Love to the anonymous ignore. ones. I just ignore them. It's not a big deal. Yeah. If you have an actual email, I'll talk to you. Bring but if it. you're gonna be anonymous, you're, you're a you're a, you're a wuss. Hey, look who's on the line with us right now. Oh wait, I gotta play this first. With the computer, as with yeah. any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That rat you heard is Tom going. Why is my camera this way and not the other way like normal? Uh, Hi everybody. <laughs> I can see. So, I can see inside Tom's left ear. It's so. This is so intimate. Yeah. I, I kind of like. It. I feel like I'm right there with you. There you see are. That stolen Van Gogh. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all. It's all good now. I think the real ones in the museum. Hey, just don't let the Spanish retouch it because I don't know if you saw their latest. Uh, you know that painting last year? They had a Jesus painting that was all left up. Oh, like years ago. Not, yeah. not last year. It was, was, like three, was a while ago. Years. Well, now they got brand new ones that some lady there did a restore on it, and it's bad. 
dead. Uh, love stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I saw the headline in the BBC that was something like Spanish mess up retouching again. <laughs> it, was, it was fairly blunt for the BBC, to be honest. Well, they still got a few axes to grind with the Spanish, I guess. Um, anyway, hey. No one expects the Spanish. No one expects the, rest the restoration. <laughs> Uh, can you show me where the Spanish person retouched you? Exactly. Uh, anyway, you can find <laughs> that, out. That, that comfy chair. Just go look somewhere. Oh, you're making me want to listen to that album. That's such a good album, the comfy chair album. Anyway, hey, it's Tom Merritt, everybody. He is Ace Detect. You may know him as that name, but really he's Tom Merritt, the tech maven that brings us tech news each and every day on the Daily Tech News Show. Today's no different. It's Wednesday. We like to bring those stories to this show a little bit, kind of what you're working on. So, Tom, tell us what's happening. I want to talk about President Trump. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, good. Uh, protocol sources <laughs> say Amazon is actively pursuing deals to license live linear TV programming. Uh, there's all kinds of job listings out there that back this up. So it looks like what they want to do is create some sort of quote-unquote live TV program. They, they do live programming on Prime Video sometimes, especially football games. Mm -hmm. And when I say football games, I mean both kinds, U.S. and soccer. Uh they, they do stream both of those, but it sounds like they want to do more than that. They not only want to expand it to like news and debates and concerts, but also uh, live linear channels. So they're talking to cable broadcasters. They're talking to, to over the air broadcasters. Um, it's hard to tell if what they want to do is partner to bring in like a Pluto. If you have you ever used Pluto TV? I have, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So so where it's not it's not really the same channel you'd have on TV, but it has a lot of the same content from the same brands. Mm -hmm. Uh whether they want to do something like that or whether they want to actually put a skinny bundle like YouTube TV or Sling TV or something like that together. Uh but the one quote from one of the listings says we are building next gen linear catalog systems to provide best-in-class linear TV experience to Prime Video customers. Uh, so, so linear TV means channels. Sure. That means, you know, you you turn on a channel and you watch what's on that channel rather than on demand, which is what you get with Prime Video now. Right. Uh, even, even if you add a channel from, like, stars or something to Prime Video, it's still all on demand. Mm, I'd be interested in this. Uh, I really... I really like Pluto as an example. Part of the reason I like Pluto, though, is it's, it's super weird. Like, it's got some kind of mainstreamy stuff. Kim's got some cooking shows from the Food Network on there she likes. And there's some news channels and things that are kind of dry and ex they're exactly what you think they're going to be. But there's also like really weird groupings of like old action movies that you're never going to see anywhere else. And they're just playing nonstop or we're showing all, you know, we're showing 15 James Bond movies in a row or, or weird things like that. I really like that kind of linear programming where it isn't so much that oh this is NBC and so now I'm getting NBC programming. I'd rather be like right. these lit like these playlists kind of of mm -hmm. here are just nothing but schlocky horror movies from the '60s. Enjoy like that's my kind of jam. So I wonder if they'll do any of that the way Pluto does, or if they'll you know if it'll be a little more mainline mainstream or you know. or a combination Could maybe. Be. Could be. I my my theory is that what we're headed to is a world where most prestige programming, your dramas, your comedies are on demand. Uh, and that we, we'll settle around and, and maybe we won't even settle around one way of doing it, but we'll settle around a way where, you know, like either like HBO does where it's 6 PM Eastern or 6 PM Pacific, uh, it drops for everybody, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like the new, the new West world is now out on demand and everybody can watch it right then or not. 
uh, or or things will just show up like they do at Netflix at midnight. Stars puts their stuff up at midnight, even if it's broadcast on the linear channel later. So I have a feeling like that will become the norm for those kinds of programs. And then live TV will center around live events, uh, award shows, sports programming, news, you know, things that are that are always ongoing and don't don't hold up if you make them available on demand. It's, it's something you want to watch live. I wonder because you bring up the whole like, yeah, but sometimes it's fun to just put on the James Bond channel. I wonder if that will also fit in there. Mm. And where I'm going with all of this is, I think that's where we're headed, is some combination of those. And we couldn't get there because you needed Sling and others to kind of pioneer this idea of online TV that is cable-like by creating these these weird, weird things. If, if you've ever tried these out, Sling particularly has like an orange package and a blue package, one of which has NBC stuff, the other has Fox stuff, and then they both have things that are in the other one. And that's all because they had to strike deals with cable companies to convince them to get access on the internet to their programming. I think we're past that. I think what Amazon's doing is now stepping in saying, okay, you understand that cable is dying now. Uh, you you had your fun you know, raking these early services over the coals. Let's strike a deal under the terms of the new reality. It'll be interesting to see what they get. Yeah, I'm really curious about it. Um, I want to see... I want to. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want out of that. I know I would love more live sports that is streamed. Streaming live sports has been hit or miss. It's either a, a big subscription commitment for a single sport or once in a while you get a big event type thing. But it'd be cool to have just, you know, ESPN style nonstop streaming someplace. In most locations, you can get all your sports streamed. Yeah. It's just a matter of how many subscriptions do you want to juggle and how much do you want to pay, Yeah. right? It's not simple and it's not cheap, yeah. but you can get it. And that's a big progress in the past five, 10 years because people are like, I wish ESPN would just make all of ESPN available, not just ESPN Plus. Well, it does. Sign up for Sling Blue. And for $20 a month, you'll get ESPN. You'll get all of it. You sign into ESPN's app. This has been true for years. Mm. Uh, but people are like, yeah, but that sounds complicated. I'm like, well, okay, maybe you don't like it, but no. you can do it. Uh, and and most of the regional sports channels are available on one of the packages, whether it's YouTube TV or Hulu Plus Live or something like that. Uh, and then, of course, like you say, you can you can sign up for the out-of-market games from the leagues directly. I think all the major leagues have that now yeah. uh, as well. So we're we're gone from the I wish it were available to I wish it was available in a affordable and sensible way. Yeah, that's a big it's a big change that kind of happened without us having to worry about it too much. It just sort of happened on its own, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm not very good at predicting anything in this world, so I'm really proud of myself that in 2007, <laughs> in 2007, I dropped all cable and said, "That's it. I know the future is." I know saving. you were early. I was way early. I cut all those cords very early. And now, it, and now it just seems obvious that this is where you would want to be and not necessarily. I mean, I know there are people who still love cable. And honestly, most people I know that are devoted to cable, it is for sports, despite right now being kind of devoid of sports. But, you know, sports is the, is the main reason. It's those live events. If, if, if Amazon or others can bridge that gap and create a compelling, affordable thing there, then why the heck not? sounds good to me and and i think we what we've got right now is is a good amount of competition because remember compared to cable uh all of these services hulu plus live tv youtube tv at&t tv now sling tv they are all uh nationwide in the united states yeah. you've never had that before except for satellite you had dish and, and direct tv that was it 
Everybody else was regional. So now you have nationwide competitors, which gives everybody way more choice. And if Amazon jumps into that, that's another competitor uh, in this space, which means more choice, which means driving features, which generally is good for the consumer. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. Uh, today, we'll talk about that. Uh, you guys are probably all out of steam on the Apple stuff, but uh, good coverage. I, I mean, yeah, probably. We talked about it a lot on Monday with the Snob OS cast folks, uh, and then a little bit with Patrick on ye yesterday, mostly about ARM and the big switch to ARM yesterday. Yeah. yeah, yesterday's Daily Tech News Show, if you want to understand, like, what does this mean for Intel, particularly, that Apple is switching to ARM, we, we break that all down. Yeah, that's good. I have some thoughts as a creator from the ARM perspective, because... My my iPad Pro outperforms almost everything else I use when it comes to hmm. art tools. Uh, and so uh -huh. I'm actually excited about the potential of that kind of performance. Cool. Yeah. I just I can only assume that that's what we're going to be looking at. And so I'm excited from that angle. And I don't know enough about it to say for sure. But anyway, great coverage. Nobody, nobody over there. does that. That's the that is the one thing I'll, I'll throw in here at the end is uh, they said it runs on arm. They provided some dev kits to people using the current iPad processor. Mm -hmm. We have no idea what processor is going to go into those Macs that are supposed to come out by the end of the year. We don't know anything about their benchmarks. I mean, they're saying better performance, better battery life, which is possible. Yeah. It's super possible. Uh, but we just don't know. We haven't seen it yet. No. And desktop, there's desktop questions I have that may never be answered until they actually hit. So uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Anyway, more of that later today on the Daily Tech News Show, 2.30 Mountain Time. Uh, Tom, anything else going on you want to mention? Uh, yes. Uh, know a little more is something we'd all like to do. It also has the acronym CALM, K-A-L-M. Uh, and that's what I, I, I would like to think I am helping you with with my new series, Know a Little More, uh, keeping you calm and helping you know more about tech. First episode last week was all about 5G. Uh, so that one's in the feed right now. If you if if you think you know about five G, I, I invite you to listen because there's a lot of, there's a lot of folks out there that I respect that I expected to go. Yeah, that that was nice for beginners who are like, actually, I learned something in there. So so check that out. It, it's a it's an explanation of what five G will actually improve and what it won't. Uh, and then this week on Thursday, a new episode coming out about ARM. If you're like, what is ARM? Who are they? What do they do? Uh, aren't they a patent troll? Uh, I address all of those issues. It know a little more at knowalittlemore.com. Very nice. Tom Merritt, everybody. Ace Detect on Twitter. Tom, we will see you later. Oh, and uh, Current Geek Chronicles is coming along really nice. Ooh, Current Geek, Geek Chronicles. Did you keep uh, in there somehow? Is well, that still available as part of Current Geek let's Chronicles? Let's just say you'll have to find out. <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to listen to find out. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, I'm, I think somehow it's integrated. We did do, we got some amazing new music. Uh, by yeah. the one, the only Eric Van Skyhawk. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. You've heard a bit, so you know. I have. I have. Did you hear? The, was it the wrestling thing, or did you hear? I heard the, the wrestling one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one in off. particular is a little off the wall, but the uh, there are others a little more main, you know, <laughs> a little less acting on Tom and I's part. But anyway, that's coming soon. Details uh, to come. All right, Nicole Spag on her way. I think I haven't heard from her, so I don't know. Uh. She's online, so I'll bet she's here. There we go. Okay, add her to the call. Let's get it all set here for her to enter the scene and uh, uh, play her thing when she gets here. Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, Nicole, Welcome to the program, Nicole Spagnolo, all the way from also Colorado. It's not a town; it's just as well. Also, the, the, the south also actually. Yes. Uh, there's 
the, the river goes right between divides the two halves of all so the river runs yeah. through it oh, i'm just thinking about this brian how crazy it is we haven't seen you in a while i know i know yeah. it's uh it's like i even, live in another state almost even when we came and got the sourdough starter it, right uh, you're like you know <laughs> waving from the window yeah we were just down at the target right by you uh picking up the gloomhaven entry-level gloomhaven on sunday I did that as well. I forgot to talk about that. What's Gloomhaven? It's a really good, but a very involved tabletop uh, game. Uh And um, the regular Gloomhaven is a box that's like the size of a small Volkswagen. Um, But there is an entry-level version that just came out on Sunday exclusively, or not exclusively, but in stores exclusively at Target. Yeah, Target got it early. Everybody else gets it in September, I guess. Or something like that. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And, Amazon. Uh, so those yeah. were selling out quick, and the only one I could find um, in Denver was the Target right by you guys. Oh, that's funny. That's I did right. I had the same problem. We had to go three Targets, Brian, to find one. It took did me you? forever. Yeah. We you kept the... missing the Target. And the one, t- <laughs> the one Target that had it was one of those where like I think this is in the back room, and it took a guy forever to go find it, and then they found wow, it. Wow, but he did left. find it. Yeah. So we got awesome. it. I'm pretty excited. Good. Uh, well, Nicole, it's uh, time for recommendals. Yeah, that's right. Talk about streaming stuff that we've seen during the week that we liked and we want to tell you fine folks about at home. Brian, let's start with your clip. Any setup for your okay. clip this week? Uh, TV series or streaming streaming series. Uh, can't really call it a TV series because you watch it on anything you want. But uh, streaming series uh, that just came out. And I'm surprised that I'm the first of us to recommend it because I feel like you guys are going to be watching this at some point very soon. All right, here we go. Let's play it. We could go further back. Further than a billion years. We don't need to. It works. Why don't I feel good about it? That would be your unconscious mind speaking to you. And what it's saying is, uh uh-oh. Because a few hours ago, we were in reality and we were working on a sim. And now we've pretty much traded. That's the reality. Right there. It's not even a clone of reality. The box contains everything. It doesn't contain us. One second protection. That sounds like Jeffrey Wright. Am I correct? It is not, but you're you're right in that it sounds like Jeffrey Wright. Oh, weird. (laughs) uh, I'm sure it was him. No, that's Stephen McKinley Henderson, who you also know if you see a picture of Stephen McKinley. You know, as a matter of fact, I'll copy and put a link in our... Is this a time travel show? It is not... I'm not going to say whether or not. Um, here's what I'm going to say. It's a uh, an eight episode series uh, called Devs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I started watching this already. Oh. It's it, so it's so weird. It's so weird and trippy so and weird. amazing. Like basically, yeah. the fact that you don't hear Nick Offerman in this scene is probably what makes it not an obvious yeah. giveaway. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, no, it is a really, really cool, engaging show. And would you agree, Nicole? 
Yeah. That there are scenes. I don't know if you've gotten to the second episode yet. I haven't. We I, we just watched the first, okay. and I was like, "Whoa, that was heavy." I don't know what the heck I just watched. You know that one episode of Twin Peaks, the return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you tweet about that. Yeah. Episode eight, right? Episode eight. Wait till you get to episode two of Devs. You're gonna feel like you're gonna have some uh, some reminiscing about that episode of. Uh, I have a feeling this is a show just for me. I think Mark will not like it because he he doesn't like Twin Peaks. Oh, so interesting! I think yeah. I'm going to have to watch this. This on my own. Um, it almost feels like a a weird combination of Mr. Robot and Twin Peaks for me. Not even really so much Twin Peaks, even though that episode reminds me of Twin Peaks. But Mr. Robot meets like Altered Carbon. It fits in that whole. You are speaking my language here, dude. Yeah, that's great. The whole mil- milieu of uh, stuff like stuff like that. The right premise, now. the premise that kind of draws you into it is there's a girl, there's a couple. They work at this place that they're doing advanced technology, and her boyfriend gets a job in the devs program. And nobody knows what that is. That's a big secret. Yeah. yeah, and so he goes there and he disappears, and she's looking for him now. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's good. That's a very, a very uh, good spoiler free. I guess you've only seen episode one. So exactly. it's very good <laughs> that's, spoiler tra- free that's how the trailer presents it too. Like exactly. she's looking for her boyfriend and trying to figure out what happened to him. And Brian, you've seen the entirety of the thing? I've you- seen the entirety of the thing. And it okay. um it does a really like the the whole the whole eight episode thing does a really, really good job of telling the story. Nick Offerman is brilliant in it, um, playing a very non- Nick Offerman style role and Allison Pill mm-hmm. is really good. Zach Grenier, who just got a uh, an antenna to the face and Twister that we just saw oh, in uh, right. film pack. Oh, Allison uh, Pill too. She's the one from uh, uh, she was on Picard. Picard, right? She was the doctor she lady. Was on Picard, yes, exactly. Oh, I love her. Picard. She's great, dude. She yeah. is great. Yeah, newsroom. Uh, you said newsroom, right? Yeah, she's great on I newsroom. Said newsroom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. It's eight episodes on Hulu. You uh, make sure you've got some time because if once you watch once you watch episode one, you're not going to want to pause and do something else before you watch episode two. You're just going to want to watch them all like one right after the other. At least we did. We were, we were like, oh my god, it's bedtime, but I kind of want to watch episode two now. This is this looks so my jam. I'm in. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm totally in. All right. Is Allison yeah. Pill the main character? Or, or sorry, it's the Sonia Mizuno. Sonia Mizuno is the main character. She is the girlfriend um, that uh, is trying to uncover this mystery. And she was in Ex Machina. She was in... Um, oh, that's where I know her is Annihilation. Her yeah, I know her from yeah. Annihilation as well. I saw, um, saw that sort of oh. recently. She's great. She is really good, yeah. She's the other android in Ex Machina, right? The one yes, that's exactly. all creepy. Yep. Yeah, she's cool. Yep. All right, uh, you sold me, Brian. I'm in. Where, wait, yes. where is the streaming? Sorry, you said on um, Hulu. 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 That's nice to talk about Hulu once in a while. I like Hulu. All right, uh, here's mine. It's a bit of a cheat, and that's all I'll okay. say. Okay, here you go. There's no such thing as good or bad. There's only what you want and what you do to get it. And when life gives you lemons. You squeeze them in the eyes of your enemies. It all started with Doc McCoy, a ruthless mercenary, cold son of a gun. We hired him, and he delivered, but we made a mistake. We shorted him a buck or two, and that's when the shit started to fall apart. All right. 
Here's why it's a cheat. <laughs> McCoy is like <laughs> people, a Star Trek something. People in the chat room are explaining why it's a cheat. It's, and I'm like, okay, all it's right. It's totally yeah. a cheat. And here's why. Here's why it's a cheat. I had no time for TV this last week. And what little time I had for my own personal enjoyment, I spent in a video game called Desperados 3, which is utterly fantastic and is on my short list for game of the year. And it's a really, really good game. If you uh, remember old games in the 90s called the Commandos series, Commandos 1, 2, and 3. Or if you played this same developer's last game, uh, Shadow Tactics, then you know what you're getting into here. It's set in the Old West, something I love. Uh, it's super spaghetti westerny, like they're they, they're going hard into the into the into the dumb tropes of westerns, and it's a big sort of real time stealth action strategy title that I just am, uh, I freaking adore it. And I also think the story's pretty good. It's pulpy, but it's good. So. That's what I did. I didn't watch any TV, and this ain't free, and you're not going to stream it anywhere. Although you can watch streams of me playing it because I've been streaming it. So I guess that's a hey streaming recommendation. Go to twitch.tv slash frogpants and watch me stream, <laughs> live stream Desperados 3. I'm in the like fourth mission or something now. and That's funny. It's exquisitely good. So there's my cheat for the week. Nicole, what did you well, bring with you? I have two then for you because okay. you did a cheat. I'll have... Uh, one's going to be a show and one's going to be a movie. Okay. So we'll do the show first. All right. Okay. Sound lovely. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'm hitting the play here. Here we go. Grandma! Grandma! Welcome home, Jesse. Please bring her back. I'll do anything. Anything. Oh, I love that song, by the way. I do too. Yeah. Um, it's the it's the dead, that's the intro dead. to uh, what we do in the shadows. The TV oh, show. right, of course. Yeah. 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 But oh, that's, that's not. But that's dead. not what the you're show dead. is that you're. No, no, that's not this show. Jesse. Oh, okay. Ch- chat room just gave it to me. Yes. Oh, it's uh, preacher. 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 Yeah. Season. We're watching season three. I don't know why. Did not like season two. Kind of fell off of it. Mark and I were like, we finished what we do in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what else are we going to watch? I'm like, wow, there's two seasons of Preacher we haven't watched. Yeah. Let's see if it's any better. So and uh, at the end of season two, I don't want to. You heard it in in the clip. Um, mm-hmm. they, they're taking someone to Angelville, which is where Jesse grew up. And you get an inside look on how he was raised and what he had to do to survive. And there's voodoo and it's very, this season feels very comic booky. Oh, good. Which is really cool. You see the devil, you meet God, yeah. you talk to God. Like, like there's a lot of just campy stuff in this season. I'm kind of loving it. And we're hooked on the show. Again, I loved, so. I love season one. I just haven't gotten to season two threes what you're describing sounds good should i skip two like is two just bad or what no two two's all right it wasn't as good as one though i'll i'll totally go you gotta i mean you gotta get through it to be introduced to the cowboy hitler and cowboy hitler oh (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute that sounds fantastic cowboy hitler let's do it oh and like the whole um the grail is a big factor in all of this and Humperdoo, you get to, you get introduced to Humperdoo. Sweet. <laughs> so, yeah. You got to go through season two. It's, it's kind of, 
Like there's I said, some I setup, kinda... yeah, that happens in season two. I haven't seen season three, and and you said four is out as well, finished as well. Uh, three and four are both on Hulu. Yeah, so okay. just go back if you haven't. Go back. It's cool. season three is really good. I like it a lot. All right, nice. All right, what's your what's your uh, Humperdoo? Humperdoo. <laughs> Uh, what's your, um, uh, uh, your, uh, your movie recommendation? All right. Here's your movie. It's actually a documentary. Okay. Oh. And let's, oh, where'd you check? check I like documentaries. Documentary. I know you do. Big fan. All right, here we go. Hit play. What I mainly felt watching the film and I felt it all the way through was why didn't we do this? We would have had such a big hit. Sure sounds like Spiner. It does. Galaxy Quest is oh. the best Star Trek movie. Oh, right. Aliens yeah. thought that William Shatner was real. A lot of Galaxy Quest is the truth about Star Trek. It really does feel like a Trek movie because it has all the hallmarks of what makes a Trek movie work. Which Oh, dude. I, I saw this on this. Amazon Prime and added it to my list, but haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah, Neither. We, I want to see it so bad. Is it good? Is it good as it looks? I, I love Galaxy Quest. Same. So for me, this is like what they do on that show on Netflix where they say the movies that made us. Mm-hmm. If it, it's just a really long, the movies that made us <laughs> turned it, you know, documentary style. And Sigourney Weaver, they interview Sigourney. They interview everyone. And except was, I, I assume what's his name's not on there. I mean, they don't interview. Um, he passed away. Uh, Snape. What's his name? Oh, Alan Rickman. Right. Yeah. They have yeah. a really nice piece talking about him, though. Oh, they have a good. lot of lot of funny stories about him. That's great. I ugh, that movie. So there's a, there's a scene that um I guess Tim Allen because there Tim Allen and, and Alan Rickman were exact opposites. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole scene where Tim's doing a they want him to do an emotional scene, and he got really involved in it, and I guess. He got really uncomfortable with it. And he's like, uh, I got to go back to my trailer. I'm not used to these feelings. Alan Rickman goes, I think he just experienced acting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love that. So it's just, it's just a fun documentary, especially if you love the film, get all the ins and outs of how it almost became a drama. Like the, this movie almost didn't happen. How it was a flop yeah. at the box office because they tried to present it as a kid's film. Yeah. There's actually a scene where Sigourney Weaver is it one where she yells, she yells the, the F word, word yeah. and they just put something over it. Yeah, it's great because I, mm-hmm. I saw that in theaters and went, she just swore, but they covered it. I remember the scene. Yeah. She's in that one yeah. where everything's chomping. The chompers. Gonna, yeah. The chompers, yeah. And she <laughs> just goes, she goes, ah, for something. I'm like, she totally F-bombed and they cut it out. So yeah. you could, you could yeah. tell that maybe they were aiming for an R rating at one point or whatever. Maybe the movie I talks about that. I think they were just aiming for a fun movie. Yeah. Um, Harold Ramis was originally the director. Oh, no way. That's and crazy. he was very, and he stepped off of the pro- project because he was very i guess gun shy about what happened with bill murray in what was it something island i can't remember anyway the documentary tells you all about it i i found it very interesting Uh, um i'm gonna watch this and he was he was taking it down a much more serious path yeah um and when he he uh left the film 
So I'm very excited. This is just like yep. legit is one I've been wanting to see, and I'm glad you reminded us. It's on my it's on my queue as well, and I just haven't gotten around yeah. to it. And this is it's, uh, Amazon, it's Amazon Prime, right? Prime. Okay, Amazon Prime is where I've been seeing it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So it's Never Surrender is, is the name of the documentary. Perfect. It's like their thing. And then it's got Veronica Mars' dad's in there going, I'm so happy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that guy. He's great. He was so was good. His name so, always Colatano or something. Like yeah. Colatano. He was in yeah. the, um, he was in this season of Westworld, a very small yeah. role, but this little piece. I love that guy. Oh my gosh. You so, got me so excited, Nicole. What's this all about? Why he, am I so excited? He actually has a whole story about how that, how that all happened. <laughs> oh, really? His, that voice? That, uh, did they, talk, did they talk to what's her name, Missy Pyle, about her crazy character? <laughs> yes, the yeah, dude, she's yes. great. He's in it. Yeah, they're all in it. It's cool. it's great. It's oh, a really fun documentary. Man, I can't watch. wait. I'm so I'm so wanting to watch both of these things now. <laughs> I just want to watch the movie again, and I want to watch that again. They're great. I don't know Enrico Colin Tony. That's right. Yes. Oh yeah, there you go. We always get him mixed up. I don't up know if Galaxy Quest is streaming anywhere. Might be. Is it? I don't know. But watch the documentary. Yeah, watch the <laughs> documentary. You've all seen Galaxy Quest. If you haven't, you should. It's an amazing film. Should not even exist. Shouldn't have worked the way it works. It just works so what, well. Yeah. It's for us. That movie was for us, you guys. And you currently not that. streaming, but you can rent it for two ninety nine on Amazon or youtube movies or google play or anything like that. i forgot i forgot rain wilson was one of the aliens I totally oh yeah forgot. yeah yeah that was oh, yeah. well and then, and then you the have um what's his face moon guy oh god oh um, oh yeah sam rockwell sam rockwell yeah. he has he has some great interviews in the documentary <laughs> he's so good the moon guy <laughs> Guy. You know, this great Oscar winning actor named Sam Rockwell. We're going to call him the moon guy. <laughs> but it was like one of his first movies. Yeah, it was early for him. And uh, Justin Long. Yep. I they, remember seeing that going. I don't know. I'm not sure who that is, but he's going to be something big. And Sam Rockwell exceeded all expectations. <laughs> anyway, these are great recommendals. If you follow Nicole on Nicole Spag on Twitter, she'll have those there with links and everything. So I recommend doing that. Nicole, great stuff this week. <laughs> Uh, have a great have a week. Good one. Yeah, we'll see you Bye. later. Bye now. Cool. All right, we're gonna haul ass to the end of the show today because uh, right. we got to hurry. Ooh, but you yeah, got to go. Yeah, you got a quick plug though. You want to do this one real quick? Give, give us your plug. Yeah, this is uh, Dodd sent me this, and uh, always love helping Dodd out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says there are many unsung heroes on the sets of your favorite movies and television shows. One of these is the location manager. Locations on Two is a podcast featuring lively banter and stories from the trenches of production with the people behind the scenes on some of your favorite movies and TV shows. Welcome to the back channel where real work gets done on set. Locations on two available anywhere you get your uh, other favorite podcast TMS. That's perfect. Um, It's really good. And I've listened to an episode of this and it's great. It's, it is really good conversation. And he's talking, I mean, location managers are kind of these unsung heroes that um, go out and scout places where your favorite shows are shot. And they have to do all this crazy work to figure out, all right, will this work in this direction? And you don't see any buildings in the background, so we could use this. And Especially him in great. Atlanta and in parts of Georgia where everything is made now. Like you're going to get yes. a real on the ground look at how that process works. That's very cool. Uh, yep. Check it so out. Go Location check it out. Locations on two. On two. I'm going to listen to uh, that today, actually. I'm going to download there you that. Go. Um, all right. If you're looking for us and ways to support us and all that, frogpants.com slash TMS. The reason I'm hauling through the end of this, uh, Patrick Beja and I in about 10, 15 minutes. We'll be hopping on a live stream to cover the Avengers reveal today for the Avengers game, not the movie. Ooh, uh, well, I got to watch that. Yeah, so it'll be fun. We don't get to do our E3 thing this year, so we're trying to kind of pick pick and choose stuff we can cover, and so that's one we're going to do. Coming up on the hour right here at frogpants.tv or Patrick's channel as well. I think he's streaming it as well. 
Uh, all right, let's get out of here with a song. You have one. I want to hear it. Let's yeah. play it. And and leave it to me to pick a very long song for the close of the show. That's all right. Uh, Gerson Obergon wrote in and said, Greetings, Mount and Dew. Uh, I get it. I didn't say it fast. Yeah. 15 years ago, I started playing a little indie game. Maybe you've heard of it. It's called World of Warcraft. As a, war, as a warlock studying the dark arts, I met the most wonderful paladin and began to show me the errors of my dark ways. Fast forward 15 years later, and we're now happily married and have three children of our own. The song I'm requesting is a cover of Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. This June 23rd marks our 11th wedding anniversary, and this song was the one thing that means the world to us because even while I was deployed in 09, I felt like I was next to her listening to it with her. Happy anniversary, Lori Obergon, from your shaman tank. Thanks, Gerson, a.k.a. the Obi-Wan or Obi in the chat. Love it. Love it. Um boy dice tomato metallica i'm out well maybe i ought to listen to the song because maybe it's maybe you're not going to hear the metallica version dice tomato you yeah. forget how this works yeah uh this is a really really cool version of the song performed by lissy on the saturday sessions that uh, dermot o'leary hosts in australia uh came out in 2010 here's lissy and her cover of nothing else matters see you guys tomorrow therapy thursday by the way so see you then
this way Life is ours, we live it our way All these words I don't just say Trust I seek and I find in you Every day for us something new Open mind for a different view And nothing else matters I never care for what they say I never care for games they This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. <laughs>